six, one, nine. JP. This is Dave. This is Brian. This is Dustin. This is Vito. <laughs> this is how it goes. This is how it goes. It just quickly gets out of control. Episode 91. Episode 91. One. Welcome. Wow. So, Yay. And we do we, have. Um, we have a guest and we're missing a Brian. Yes. So, and our guest Brian is oh, and yay. Uh, <laughs> what? And that is our guest, Renard Pyro. Hi. Yes. Pyro. Pyro. Howdy. Who currently yeah. resides in uh, Colorado? Denver, yeah. Colorado? Colorado. Nine miles north of Denver International Airport. Well, Olay. Right there. So if you pull up Scruff, I come up when you're at DIA. <laughs> right. You're close enough. It's, awesome. it's the people actually at the airport and then me. Oh, you can come and trick. Yeah. The yeah. Oh, my God. Right so close. it's like you, a bunch of baggage handlers. <laughs> well, that's how I know I'm nine miles from DIA is because when I pull up Scruff, it's nine miles away. Yeah, it's just nine <laughs> miles away. Oh, Plus or minus. So, yeah. so um, why the name Pyro? Tell ooh, us about the story time. behind Let's that. Let's give you the truncated version so i moved to san francisco uh in 2002 mm-hmm. got with a guy named greg taylor who was doing bonfires out on ocean beach shoot to a couple months doing it and there was an ibr which if you don't know international bear rendezvous uh no longer which is no longer around well we'll nah. see what happens next so they did an ibr and there wasn't really a fun event for locals on the friday it was i think Bear Bingo or mm-hmm. something for the out of towners, but the locals, fun, yeah, but the locals really weren't, yeah, we're kind of left out. So mm-hmm. Greg, it just happened to fall on a Friday that we were having a bonfire. Mm-hmm. The list kind of got circulated really far and wide. And having been doing them for a number of months, I was me, Fred the Plumber, who uh, right. Donna's yeah. partner, and a guy named Rick Stores were bringing the wood and running the fire mm-hmm. and da da da. And I'd grown up in England doing Guy Fox Day, so I was running around. Yay. We'd gotten tons and tons of wood because mm-hmm. it was IBR Friday. Mm. And so I was running around like a maniac building basically a huge fi- pyre, mm-hmm. then a huge fire, and just kind of in my little zone in a huge crowd of people building this big mm-hmm. fire. And so people were going up to Greg Taylor saying, hey, who is that? Is this and I was wearing a t-shirt, red t-shirt, and all it said in white letters mm-hmm. on the front was Pyro. Nice. And Greg <laughs> decided to tell everybody, oh, that's Pyro. Yeah. That's Pyro. So I would walk into the bars in San Francisco and be like, oh, hey, Pyro. Right, yeah. Because Greg said it. Well, it's Which, good to be it, known for something, right? Well, and it's it's nice to have a nickname. Can it's we say nice real to name have, or no? Yeah, it's, it's Jeff. So, I mean, uh, G-E-O-F-F for... Those who are taking notes because we have yeah. another Jeff at the table, too. and that's that's no, another Jeffrey. Jeffrey, no, yeah. but that's and I, but I'm a Jeffrey as well. Yeah. yeah, when you live in a big city like New York, LA, Chicago, mm. San Francisco, even San Diego, quite a bit, you run into lots of people with very common names. And mm. You get Mike. the Bryans, exactly. the Mikes. The, yeah, uh, that's how you end yeah. up with nicknames like my one of my favorites, you know, Scott, who was hot, but who was not hot Scott. Right. You get these great nicknames from people <laughs> yeah. because so you, ev- we end up having our little monikers and our mm-hmm. little things. So I'm, I'm yeah. pyro Jeff to a lot of yeah. people. Before I came out, I was Michael. And then I got Michael. attention for Vito. Michael's my middle name. Why would they so call you Mike? Michael? Michael's my middle name. Oh. That's what I went by. That's what you went by? And then I started going by Vito. 
You had a nickel? Um, but, <laughs> uh, but before we say anything else, what is this? Pyro made us some homemade treats. What? Tell okay. us what these are. Yeah. This is candy. I don't want to tell you what they are. What I want you, you to try one. one. Does it have fruit in it? No, no fruit. Right, so it's I'm pure sugar. Meat. Pure <laughs> sugar, no meat. No fruit, no meat. So, um, JP is so okay. I'm okay. Oh my God. I love the chemistry of making chocolate. This is. Oh, uh, oh my God. The honeycomb. Is, yeah, it's an English um, candy I grew up on called Crunchies. And I figured out oh the God. recipe because like, you can't find crunchies in the U.S. So I figured okay. out how to make them. Okay. And it's basically you just mm. boil sugar, water, mm. corn syrup, and honey to 300 degrees. Mm. And then when it's basically boiling, uh-huh. you add baking soda and it erupts. And you have to <laughs> throw it into a pan really quick. So it's half chemistry, half gymnastics. Oh my God. <laughs> Throwing this stuff across the kitchen. But then if you get it into a pan, you let it sit yeah. and it, it, it hardens, yeah. you can then chop it up into bits. And it makes a mess. There's like sugar all over my kitchen so still. Chocolate <laughs> oh, it's good. Did you make that here? Or you made that? No, I made that at home. Oh, okay. That's fantastic. That's delicious. I like yeah. the burnt Oh my God. Flavor. Yeah, so it's, and yeah, it's I'm not supposed to have as much burnt flavor as it does. No, but it's nice though. Like and it. if you get yeah. one of the, the corner part. pieces, it actually has a little less mm. burniness. Right. Really and you put it in some sort of pan and section it off? Or what's a corner piece? Um, well, yeah, because I pour it into well, something. Okay. And I poured it into basically a really large brownie pan okay. lined with aluminum foil so I could then get it out of the pan. Wow. When it had hardened. Would you let then, it cool and then you chop it up? And then chopped it up and then I dipped it in uh, dark chocolates, a 70% cocoa. Mm. Chocolate. Oh that so I am all about the no day after a holiday going to <laughs> Walgreens and Target and chocolate. everywhere that has oh fifty percent off and you can get the, the Dove and mm-hmm. all the really good chocolate at unwrapping yeah, them. For, yeah, fifty percent off. So wow, that's well, well, delicious. All right, now I will have... cut you if you get in my way on February fifteenth. <laughs> oh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, the CBS and the rest of them. Coming. Well, we have some other gifts. We too. have we have more too. And oh, it, boy, it, this is absolutely. Delicious. And whatever it is, you're not leaving it at my house because I ended up with four boxes of those digestive biscuits that I've plowed mostly through in the past week. I'll they are take really some good. of those off your hands because I, I grew up with them. Well, I was sitting entire box. last week listening to the podcast mm. and going, Drooling. there's oh a little red tab. There's a little <laughs> red tab. <laughs> 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 and I was like, what? what it, wasn't, it wasn't actually until after the podcast we figured sitting that, that here. there was a red tab goes, to open the packaging. Like, it was there's a little difficult. red string. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, brother. Because wow. we had trouble opening I was just in a little English shop today. And she said her, her uh, what are they called? Crackers? Vagina. Digestive biscuits. Her biscuits. Vagina. Her biscuits. Cookies, biscuits, crumbly like like the ones we had. They actually mm. stayed together. Mine Maybe were quite crumbly. You know, well, it depends because there's two different varieties. I had, well, because I've eaten so many this week, I can speak <laughs> from experience. There was two different varieties they gave us. One was a, like a whole wheat one that was very crumbly, more like oh, a okay. like a graham cracker or like and then a wasabi. And, like and the other one that was more like a more solid the, cookie. The hob, hobnobs. 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 I hate to knock the import export business, but oftentimes by the time you get British goods in the U.S., they're not necessarily as solid or for good or unsolid. Good or for be. bad, these were kind of fused together. The chocolates, so you have to yeah. eat like three oh, at a time. Always, I mean, like, you, can, hey, you can go, you can pick I'm them fine up with that, at. But uh, if you'd like to try hobnobs, you can mm-hmm. get them at. Well, that was one uh, of the Cost Plus. Yes, they oh, have right. one of the Cost Plus. Yeah. Right on. 
Um, so go, you can find out what everyone was talking about last podcast. Now, now can we switch to a different this. area of the world. This is from <gasps> our friends, Christ Marcos, crackers. Marcos, what the, the hell, Kenneth, and oh um, my god, what is this now? So Hawaiian macadamia brittle. Macadamia they sent us more brittle. stuff. Macadamia clusters. Having listened, I macadamia remember hearing clusters. someone say something about send us Kona gift. coffee glazed macadamia. Kona Baths, coffee really? glazed macadamia. What the no, heck? Back in like episode sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> send us. I want to try this macadamia pineapple brittle. Which brittle do you guys want to open? Well, all of them. Do we need all of them? Uh, all right, well, okay. Then we also have. Uh, whoa, that was Sorry, really loud. The microphone. Yeah, you did it right in the mic. I didn't know it was going to be that, that loud. I just want this bag. I don't know what's in it, but I love the bag. It's all sparkly. It's all sparkly. Sparkles. So this our bag is making me happy. Sparkles. <laughs> Kenneth and, and Marcos like were out here oh. about a month ago. Island princess. Oh, that's the Aww. brand, of course. Mini melts. Well, now they were here about a month ago. You said, right? Yeah, a month ago, and um, they came over to uh, my place good. for dinner. And Marco showed me how to make uh, tortillas from scratch. I had heard awesome. about that, yeah. and I can't wait to do it. I still haven't done it yet. And oh. um, they gave me this because you know they have sort of oh. made a tradition of giving us these All things, right. which is so nice. I know. Oh my I God. tried that one. It's oh. a snake. And so they, anyway, they gave it to me, and I forgot to bring it last month or last week. And so I. Um, this I'm is as bad as us talking about our weekend. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. no. Who cares about us eating? But wait, I have more things. But we're gonna have to. We have to do but, wait, no. but wait, there's more. Speaking of edibles, I have a buddy who makes um, marijuana edibles because hey, Colorado—that's mm. where I live currently—and right. it's legal. His <laughs> number one seller is tortillas. What? Really? Hot tortillas? Hot tortillas. Oh, hey. And I guess the breakfast burritos are really big. Mm. Oh, my God. I never heard of it. Hot tortillas. Yeah. This is in Colorado, the number one selling edible product. That's delicious, but now I have a little peanut peanut brittle filling in each one of my dogs. You get the THC and you get a little high when you have a burrito? How is it? How's the pineapple breadstick? Oh, my God. It's good. No, no, I don't like pineapple. I mean, I've already had a huge piece of it. No, it's like weird. It has like the brittle flavor, and then the pineapple comes in afterwards. Mahalo. It's really good. Christ on a cracker, as Dave says. Well, thank you. My God. I know. What else is in this box, JP? So now the next thing is my buddy Tim, who lives in San Francisco, has his own business. Mm-hmm. And it's a shirt. He creates, you know, shirts and stuff mm. for the bear community. Yeah. Oh. Of which this is one of his great Let me also plug that they are also oh. a great press. If you have any t-shirt business, uh, I actually work in printing and I've actually sent a few quotes his way. So yeah, any, yes. if you need any printing, he will actually, he's a great resource. Now what's the name of the business? It's on my shirt. No, that's the T-shirt one. Is Ur- Ursus one. Major um, Customs? Ursus Major Customs. That's it. Yes. Okay. Durr, I came wrong. But anyway, oh, he sent us a bunch of his T-shirts to take a look at no and, and wear them and you know sort of stuff. And so I'm like, here, I'm going to. Do they have any in Petite XL? Um, <laughs> not for me, of course. But no. Do you remember when I asked for everybody's sizes? Oh, okay. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so, God. But we're all going to be, like, buzzing in about I know, 15 exactly. minutes because all this sugar. But anyway, so right. here's some. Remember, this was an audio podcast. I know. So Cute. This is a size for you, Vito. This is your size. If you want Cute. Seven. So oh, cool. And, um, <laughs> I love it's, that he um, doesn't just, just make the standard black t-shirts. He picks right, a lot right. of really cool, interesting colors. Vito's got one so that's kind green. of a dark you green. And it's got a bunch of cool writing with different fonts. Descriptive, prehistoric, bear worship, greatly respected animal. Cute. There's all sorts of words. Honey, panda. What's this now? Stocky. 
So JP's <laughs> has three wolves howling at a moon. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's so, cute. It's motorcycling. It looks it's kind of. Uh, it's like an aviator wings right. with a bear yeah. paw in the middle. It's black a on a head of gray. Cute. Head of gray, yeah. Nice. And they all have a very cool logo on the sleeve. It's the Ursus Major Customs logo. Yeah, the logo right sleeve, which is kind of different. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It's a little bear paw with so, a... Neat. So we get a passenger. Thank God That's, it has five... five it's a two X. Paws, two You're wearing five, a one uh, X. I'm an XL. Yeah, I'm a regular XL. This is for you. Come on. Ooh, it's a nice white one. I know. Here, let me move this chocolate stuff out of the way. Okay, so it's like a blue oh, tart my God. bear. Jeff, I love, love that. that. Awesome. Um, That's perfect. It's, uh, what's that called? Plaid? Murphy Day for this t-shirt. I love that. <laughs> it's a little... I wear that to work. That's Wait, adorable. describe it, David. Uh, yeah, it, the, like Jeff said, it's I will a, lose 30 pounds to wear that it's shirt. It's like an Aurora Borealis a, bear, and it's standing up on its hind legs, yeah, and a, the way the tartan cool is, it almost looks like... Northern Lights yeah. in blue. It's really cool off yeah. to the side. Very nice. I like the placement. Oh, there you go. What is That's this? also Ursus Major. Look at that. That's cute. That I like too. So Ursus Major, but oh. what, what I like about it is that it's stand? offset to Are the we left. Keeping these? Right. Yes. So this is uh, oh um, pulled out another one for Dave. That's a red one, and it's kind of uh, yeah, it's got a cool um, offset bear to the like left shoulder. It's a. Um, more of an yeah. angry bear, mouth open, very Around cool. Some, with like, a, laurel leaves, it looks sort of Fred Perry. I we think. should yeah, take pictures too. of the shirts. Yes. We will. We can take pictures oh, of ourselves. Black, black shirt. Uh, this is a black tank top, tank and top. it's got the bear Olympic exactly. rings on it. Oh, that's Which is actually, it's a style he's had out for a while that's really yeah, popular. Yeah, it's probably seen it out. Is it a three? This, this was a two. It's a two? That's cute. I thought it was an apron. That's a two. Do you want a muscle? No, okay. Big boy. <laughs> I'll take it for Bob. There you go. Um, awesome. Make sure we keep something for Brian. Exactly. Yes. Who? Um, Brian's <laughs> a 2X. This and is Bear a, Olympic rings again. Same thing, Bear Olympic oh, rings. Oh, that's nice. Brown. brown. Full shirt. 2X. Do you want the 2X? I have so many brown shirts. I'll okay. I should warn you, I already, I already own that one, so. Cute. Oh, Brian. Cute. We could do something with the listeners now and Brian give and one I away. Match. Well, I don't want to give anything away. Nah. Nah. <laughs> We're greedy that way. Too much trouble. This is uh, <laughs> cute. Yeah, this is this is your last option. Nice. Option. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's it's cute. A, it's a dark gray. This is danger. Oh and my it's god. Got, uh, kind of a black right. flame with a bear paw if in the middle. D- if yeah. Justin doesn't take it, I'm gonna eat more ice cream and take it myself because <laughs> that is so cute. More uh, snacks. That's cute. I love it. That's that awesome. Really Tim. nice. Tim Tim last, oh wait, no. There's the there's two more in here. This one. Cast. Well, that's shiny. This is shiny. Ooh, again with the bear oh. with the laurel wreath. But that's a three, um, so this is a Vito. Around a, um, what do you oh, call it? Sweet. A copper. That's cute, Vito. I like that All one. All right, it's cool being fat. Well, <laughs> I, mean, the bear is, uh, I think it's kind of the point of the podcast, actually, isn't it? I don't know. I'm sorry. When I saw it. this one, I'm like, oh, this is definitely a Cubs with a K t shirt. Cute. Cubs I didn't K- realize yeah. this was going to be a final Oprah <laughs> yeah. episode of podcast. I know, so. hey, yeah. you get I know right? And you get a cupcake. And you get a cupcake. Oh, my God, they keep pouring out. Oh, Gosh, this yeah. is so nice of you. Thank you. And what's this fellow's name? Tim? This Tim. Tim. Okay, awesome, Tim. Thank you so much. You're going to put a link on the website, right, JP? Yes. Oh, that's oh, I cute. love that. So this is X? actually it's um, the constellation of Ursa Major 
yes, and then it's it got yeah. the uh, the that bear actually awesome. filled in with really the real bear, the and dots. it's on the left side of the shirt, <laughs> Cute. Lower bottom going oh, from oh, yeah. uh, lower front oh, to the lower back. Oh, it's very oh, cool. It's a really nice dark blue shirt. You want a flex fit baseball cap? You held out. You held out for the shirt. It's very cool. That's why I talked to I talked to Mike Kurtz about t-shirts today. Really cool. I like that. They're they're really nice. It's a that is constellation with the yeah, yeah, I do too. The blue one. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna have to, to work. Uh, get me a little uh, in front of Tim at Lazy Yeah, Day. yeah. I I, so, so these. Yes. I'm gonna have to order one of those little plaid bears. From yes. The, yeah. I know. I want one for those myself. Are awesome. Too. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. So, My goodness. So great designs. Thank you very much. These Thank are awesome. You, Tim. That's I, very awesome. Hey. I am wearing one of the shirts. I highly recommend them. I'm, you know, full disclosure. Yes, we did get this stuff for free, but hooray. Um, yeah, these. I, and you picked the brown one. Of course you did, JP. My goodness. Because no, you have one I more brown one. T-shirts. Do you many brown T-shirts you have, JP? So many new T-shirts. Are brown. <laughs> That's why he tried to give me. He tried to give me brown, and I was like, I have so many I've brown T-shirts. I have six because he's earthy. I have but. more red T-shirts now than I do brown. Ones. Really? Okay. Yes. Well, I only wear red shirts to Disney gay days. That's it. No, no red. For I me. try to mix up the colors. I, I gotta give it up for the brown T-shirt though. Red looks good on me. It's better than the black T-shirt. I'm so over. The standard well, bare black t-shirt. Bare and black is difficult in San Diego too. I mean, because you don't yeah. wear a lot of black t-shirts. I'm I'm actually really weather. into white right now. Not that I can keep it clean, but you know, wearing <laughs> uh, a white t-shirt says okay. You know, I can mm-hmm. tr- at least try and wear. I'm a regular. T-shirt. I can wear white Hi, for about two hours. Me. You can ask yeah. me directions. <clears throat> That's about it. I know. I always end up having spaghetti on the days that I have white. But, um, <laughs> Well, thank you for the gifts, everybody. Thank you. That's really wow, awesome. This is, this is awesome. awesome. I know, and I am actually... Thank you, and I'm Vito. Yeah. We will definitely... Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll put, we'll no, put a link on the website yeah. so you guys can go check out the shirts for yourselves. Yeah. Um, We're actually recording the podcast a day early this week. Right. Uh, <gasps> I normally record on Thursdays. Giving away our secrets. Well, because I... Well, they don't need... They know. I mean, they somehow know that it's Wednesday. We sound like we're in Wednesday. <laughs> they mode. somehow know. It sounds it's, like we're Wednesday. Not, we're not in that Friday mode and, or anything like that. <laughs> um, because I had an appointment originally scheduled for tomorrow, but it actually... Actually, ended up being yesterday because the girl switched it around. Are you done? No, I'm. I'm. Hey, you gotta okay. realize there's so much. Candy I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. That's ridiculous. Table. Somebody should take a picture. I mean, really. It As if I didn't like have a, a Red Bull already to get some like energy, a, I'm gonna be awake for four. So anyway. Um, the reason why you get all the cans this in there. This is my dinner. Yes. The reason. I've got candy for dinner. Oh I, um, so we're doing it today is because I had an appointment yesterday that was switched to. I mean, yeah, today, tomorrow that was switched to yesterday. Um, I actually had a home interview by a uh, Labrador rescue organization yeah. because I am wow looking and ready to adopt a dog since I moved to this new house where we are right now. Um, I'm now allowed to have a dog. Uh, allowed to have a dog, and I. Um, it's, um, you know, I've decided to go through the lab rescue to do it. And it's quite, it's kind of an arduous process. I didn't realize, you know, that there was a little more to it. What happened was I had gone to a lab rescue uh, event in Chula Vista that they had at a PetSmart. And um, looking for a particular dog that I had seen on the website, that dog wasn't there. Um, but I met another dog that I liked. And they said, and I said, okay, I'm interested in this dog. The woman took my contact information. I was, I had this play date to go watch the dog play. So I was gonna go to, I was gonna go see the dog, smiling for the camera. And um, <laughs> the um, the woman messaged me two days before and said, um, I've reviewed your application because I had to fill out an application on their website and submit some a donation. Um, and I don't think this dog would be a good match for your house because we need to have, we'd like to have the dog in a house where your um, 
Are you going to look? Because he's not. No, no, no. Oh. Ignore me. I'm doing backgrounds. Oh, okay. Are you going to me to try trying to pay attention to Dave while he's talking? Are you going to stop it? Um, are you going to? Um, she says, are, 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 um, "The situation the dog is in now. The dog is free. It lives in a house with me and my dog because these people are fostering right. the dogs. Mm-hmm. Me and my two dogs. Um, the dog is free to go outside and eliminate whenever it wants. And I think the dog is used to that. I would rather not have the dog living in a condo where the dog can't do that easily. Um, mm. But mind you, when I met her with the dog, she said that she crated the dog during the day when she wasn't home." So, so I'm like, so what's the difference? Because I'm willing to give the dog free range of run of my house during the yeah. day. If the dog is house trained, oh, it shouldn't God. have a problem with being here for four or I have or a eight problem with creating alone. a dog for eight hours. Well, I, and, and, and any well, time. it depends on the dog. Some dogs need to be created. Uh, um, well, I would put at least a puppy pad in the kitchen. Yeah, well, exactly, or something like that. But I'm not looking for puppies. I'm actually looking for a mature dog well, because I've never trained. It doesn't trained. matter, but it's, yeah. it's, it's but, a scent that attracts them. Oh, yeah, but being alone, I don't want a puppy because I've never trained a puppy before, and I don't want to do it on my own. Yeah, I, no, it's, it's, it's too much the work. Name of the yeah, welcome to my world. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, you have a different situation, too. But the thing of it is, is um, so she says, you know, that way. And so my immediate response is, you told me you keep the dog in a kennel. you whatever. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to get argumentative with this woman. She obviously is looking out for what she thinks is the best for the dog. I'm not going to argue because she's not going to give me the dog, and it's probably only going to make my situation worse. Right. Um, so I got contacted by the woman who um, from the board who comes and does a home visit, and what they do is they check out your home, and they check out you, I mean, essentially, to see if you're, you know, they ask you different dog-related questions and how you feel about training of dogs and how you discipline a dog and your experience with dogs and stuff like that. And they are pretty serious, and they should be. You know what I mean? They shouldn't be just adopting a dog to anyone. Um, but when the woman said that I couldn't have the other dog, I was already a little put off. But I thought, you know what? I'll let these women come, let hear what they have to say, and and be and say to them, listen, be honest with me. If you if you won't adopt, you think anybody will adopt me a dog living in this condo? Because if they won't, fine, I'll 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 go another route. I'll go to the ASPCA or something. And uh, these girls came over uh, last night, and they were great. And they, what you call it, um, they were so nice. They were helpful. They gave me a lot of ideas about um, how fostering the dogs works, how they like to have the dog with a foster. So they get to know the dog, and they can put a full write-up about the dog and the characteristics. So you kind of know what you're getting into when you adopt right. the dog, which is great. Um, I asked her, I said, do you think it's going to be a problem? She's like, no, it's not a problem at all. And she said, well, which was the dog that you had been interested in? And I said, well, it was this particular dog. And then I named the woman who's fostering him. And she's like, oh, she's like, yeah. She's had the dog since April. And the dog gets along really well with her two dogs. Oh. So we have a feeling that's going to convert from a foster to a permanent home at some point. Mm. But she's just not ready to commit to that. And here I was all upset and disappointed. Like, nobody's going to give me a dog. I'm never going to get a dog. And it was, it was just this lady. It was just this lady. And you know, maybe. Maybe if a perfect situation had come along where, uh, you know, right. um, the kids and a farm. Well, but they think with her No, people get emotionally might, attached no. to yeah. dogs. Yeah, but still, if you see a great situation, yeah. you might have. Yeah. So, yeah, even if she's attached to it, she might have been looking for, in her mind, some What's the crazy, ideal situation? And that's why I didn't want to argue with her women either. Women, they get attached to Right, and that's why I didn't want to. Well, not only women. What? But, men, uh, too. men, too. All right. I, I prefaced it with sexist, yes. so it's okay. There goes the one limp woman listener we had. Isn't your co Justin, she, but she said, yeah, she's like, we think that's going to end up being converting to a thing. So don't worry about that. Don't take that. And I said, well, how long is the process to take? She goes, well, some people when they meet the dog, I mean, if the foster person likes them and they like the dog, they sometimes take the dog home the same day, uh, and like so could it could happen, you know, very quickly. 
Um, but they were very positive and very encouraging, and they actually sent me an email this afternoon saying, um, I wrote your recommendation for the board. I'm recommending that you're, you know, you're, you're, you're able to adopt a dog. Uh, from oh, they, they only handle the, so, the medium-sized dogs, or those are large dogs? They handle all um, labs. and all they, labs. they have a few lab mixes, but they're all labs. And they actually cover a really big area. I was surprised, hmm. um, considering it's California. They cover... Uh, all of Orange County, all of San Diego County, like the whole this whole bottom half of the state, um, and the next organization covers LA and up to Santa Barbara. So they cover a really big area. Have so you seen well, a chocolate lab? Well, oh I have friends who have chocolate labs, They're and I like so them. Amazing. And my last lab was a black lab, uh, but I plan on spending a lot of time outside with the dog. So I'm actually thinking of a yellow. Just so the dog. Have you seen this apartment? It's totally ready for a, a nice blonde dog. Right, exactly. My house is completely beige. So we color coordinated for a golden retriever. So rich. Yeah. The color well, that the was coach. the thing. I, I had dark carpeting. We would have to repaint. We would have to get a new couch. Yeah. Black, black, seen this black. place. I had a dark. I had dark carpeting when I had a white cat, and then when I had a black dog, I had like white tile floor in the kitchen. And it was. A, I was. I've never been able to sync this up. So with my beige sandstone and. My beige carpet, the, the yellow lab should work good. Yes. But I plan on spending a lot of time outside, and I think a, a, actually a black lab might get kind of overheated um, with a mm-hmm. with the sun because they do. They get oh, my black lab got overheated on some of your days, yeah. so that's so all we'll working well. That. And now, you, now Apparently, you're going through something with a dog right now too, right? Yes. Yeah, so you've adopted? Uh, no, we actually um, we got an English Mastiff. Uh, let me preface by that's saying that's a big dog. Wow, that's a huge dog. It's going to be a huge dog. Um, <laughs> Is it so puppy? my partner Bob has MS, mm-hmm. and one of his uh, issues is that he's starting very preliminarily losing his balance. Mm. So him having a balanced dog and actually this dog um, is going to be able to help him if he falls over, Mm -hmm. which he's actually doing now, which is kind of scary. Wow. Um, So right now we, and this a couple months ago, we went, we picked up a a 10 month old English Mm -hmm. Mastiff puppy Mm -hmm. bought him from a breeder. And I feel so bad about being a, you know, Northern California granola boy. And I go and I actually buy a dog (laughs) when there's all these great dogs out there, but I have a feeling you didn't do it like at the mall. No, we specifically um, went to a breeder in Pueblo mm-hmm. and we researched the hell out of it beforehand because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're over six foot and you need a dog that yeah. comes up to basically your belt, right. there's very few dogs that come up that high okay. and right. they are going to be wide enough to support you. And, and strong enough. English, yeah. English Mastiffs are big dogs. They this, slobber too. Man. No, that's, um, that's the other kind uh, of Mastiff? bull Mastiff. Bull Mastiff. It's okay. droolier. The oh. English drools somewhat, but not, not as much. Not oh, the thank big drooly mouth. You're thinking like Turner and Hooch. That was no, the, I, yeah. I, I experienced one. Okay. I helped this, babysit one. And yeah. it's just I dated a British guy who was kind of slobbery. He was good too. Too. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. As, as a Hampshire boy, and I'm not talking New Hampshire, mm. I take offense to that. Gross. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, so are, are you training the dog yourself? So you we hired? are, yeah, yeah. We're training the dog. Um, and so today I flew from Denver to San Diego, and mm-hmm. it was our first flight mm-hmm. with Gideon, our okay. Um, English Mastiff. Wait, you and, took the dog with you? Yeah, we brought the dog on the flight, oh flew southwest, we flew in the bulkhead row, and he was the first one on the plane, mm-hmm. and he was... Oh, 
in the plane with you. In the oh, plane with he's us. Still a puppy. He was he was on. Oh, okay. But he's seventy five pounds. How big? Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, he's, he's a big. <laughs> he's already big at six wow. months. They live what? In the cabin. He's a service dog. Service yeah, dog. He's oh, at two hundred twenty okay. pounds. He'll be in the cabin. Good. He, he curled up. He curled up at our feet uh-huh. and stayed there now, for two hours. Now wait. Now oh especially in that sort of a situation, is there? Any issue with bringing a dog on a plane when it, in the cabin of the plane with people with their allergies and recirculating air and stuff nope. like that? That'll make any issue over with you. Nope. That's kind of surprising. Service dog, support dogs also. I have yep. flown so many Someone like Mikey who's so work? allergic to animals. I've never seen a dog. Well, let me say this: when we were when we were um, at baggage claim. And people were asking us what flight we came in on. We said, mm-hmm. oh, f- from Denver. Mm-hmm. They're like, I was on that flight. Yeah. I didn't see a dog. Mm-hmm. Now, probably 95% right. of the flight and then... didn't even realize he was mm-hmm. on the flight. Yeah, Because so he was now, just curled up. And... He, was, he was so yeah. uh, asleep. By so now, did you get the kosher meal for him? Because I hear it's actually better. Than <laughs> the, uh, meal the, the flight plane. attendants loved him. They yeah. tried to give him a gin and tonic. No. <laughs> did, he have, did he have a seat? Actually, he no. Sat in front of? No, no, he was curled up in front of Bob and I. Oh, so okay. I was in the middle seat. Bob was in the window. Okay. Um, and yeah, was there he anybody was there. in the ILC? Yeah, there was a guy, another guy our size uh-huh. in the ILC, uh-huh. and he was good the whole oh, time. Good, good. Yeah. Wow. The flight attendants were t- taking pictures of him and oh. sending it to all their other flight attendants. <laughs> saying, Best passenger ever. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's they, great. They loved very lucky. how chill and mellow he was. He's a great temperament. Yeah, and, um, great. I, I didn't bring him tonight because mm-hmm. it was. A, uh, oh, I just got here. Well, I just got here today, mm-hmm. and. I didn't know if we were going to do this at Brian's house or oh, what, okay. so I didn't know if he had a cat. And plus, mm-hmm. it's the first night here, so we're getting the dog used to the house it's we're staying house. at. Sure. And um, it's meeting my parents for the first time okay. tonight. So That's awkward. Did it bring a gift for your parents? Like sort of a... A um, bottle of wine. I brought like oh. two tubs of these okay. chocolates I made for okay. you. Okay, so, <laughs> that works out good. Yeah. So, and my mom's a kindergarten teacher, so all I had to do was bring her, you know, those like ninety-nine cent stickers uh-huh. at, from the store. I've got a buddy who is a kindergarten teachers and two-year-olds. Right? Yeah. No. So I brought her all these stickers, like uh-huh. seriously two inches thick of stickers, oh, wow. and she was just like. Oh god! She did Wallace and Gromit cheese hands. Oh my god! It's great. Yeah, oh. scampered off to go hoard her stickers. Oh god! Well, let's talk about let's talk about Bob for a minute about MS yeah. and what that means because a lot of people their exposure to MS has been on the West Wing mm. with yeah. the West uh, President Wing. Bartlett and having West Wing having. Correct. So right. there's two. So, so describe what it is and what happens and what the symptoms are. And, and two major kinds. There's degenerative and there's relapsing remitting. Bob has the relapsing remitting, which is the easier of the two. It means you'll have these episodes and then they'll kind of, you know, they'll heal a lot up a little bit and right. then you'll have more. So multiple sclerosis is when the uh, coating of the wiring on your brain mm-hmm. degrades and is being attacked. So it can happen anywhere in your brain mm-hmm. to any specific area of wiring. So the symptoms... So it affects your motor function. For and, some people. Mm-hmm. Others it affects... Speech. You know, sure. Speech. The, you know, the biggest issue we've had with Bob is he has had optic neuritis. Okay. Which is the Difficult. yeah, it's wow. the the wiring of his optic nerves. Right. So all of a sudden he'll see four mm-hmm. instead of yeah, right. seeing in in three you know, wow. D. He'll, he'll all of a sudden well, have what, what quadruple vision. Or... My mom is she was in the shower, 
and my mom has it too, but she doesn't have the degenerative type. She had like she describes it as a like a lightning bolt went through her body, mm -hmm. and then after that she lost uh, partial feeling in her fingers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, but luckily she's not degenerative. Just, just she's taking some kind of medication, but she's not the worse. Yeah. yeah, and that's um, been like. 35 years. Is she on Copaxone? She's on something. Yeah, it's, they have a really good medication. Um, you basically take a daily shot of mm. uh, this Copaxone, and it reduces your episodes by 80%. Wow. That's which good. is, so now, is a he, lot. Is he able to work in whatever, yes. what he does? Yeah, yeah. he's able to do his job. He works mm -hmm. from home. Mm -hmm. His commute is off the bed and onto the couch. Right. <laughs> nice. I, hate, <laughs> I hate him for well, that. We're in traffic uh, right now. Yeah. I saw a television show with something about bee sting therapy. You should definitely look into that. It there's, seems to be kind of revolutionary. There's lots of... They just had something about um, uh, a new study or a new thing. And it's it's interesting because I've got all these friends saying, oh, I'm doing AIDS right, I'm doing AIDS walk, or right. you know, we're doing for this cancer cause or this. And... So being active in the bear community, there's all these charities going on, and mm -hmm. you know it's like, well, I want to start getting into some MS charities. I you know what's start... you know it's funny that you said that because sure. I, I didn't actually realize it before, but I remember when I was younger, like in the '80s and stuff, mm -hmm. there was a lot more multiple sclerosis. Oh yeah, charities and events and walks. I remember mm -hmm. that now. Yeah, and, it seems and now so it's cancer, kind of and breast cancer mostly, right. and, and AIDS yeah. and things like that. I don't, yeah. I don't know who's kind of like the. The poster person for MS at this point. What is, I mean, um, Marlo Thomas had it, and right. she was like the big one for a long time. Yeah. Was people? She passed away, right? Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Who? Annette Funicello. Annette from right. Right. You Disney geeks should know who she well, is. <laughs> he was in Switzerland eating cheese during <laughs> childhood years. So True. He doesn't know. Little hey, uh, when you were there, I was in Milan eating. He was eating pizza. Yeah, he was, he was yodeling <laughs> back to the goat and. I was, I, yeah, going to my Milan years, I was drinking espresso in fifth grade. Dude. It oh was normal. Goodness. White, latte macchiato in Italian means dirty milk, and that's mm. what kids drink, latte mm. macchiato. Mm. And so here you have lattes, and in Italy, that's that's kids drink. That's right. what kids drink. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's latte macchiato. Oh it means dirty God. milk. <laughs> and so you give your kids, it's like you give them a glass of wine, but you put a bunch of water in it. Yes, And exactly. you get them used yeah. to drinking wine. Mm. Or they drink latte macchiatos to get used to drinking coffee. Yeah. We mm. used to do it instead of uh, water, <laughs> we use uh, henye, which is a, a Ammonia. Uh, <laughs> it's a, a sparkling mineral water. Yeah. So wow. we do sparkling mineral water with... Wine and it was kind of like a sparkling. Well, wine in Germany, drink. it's yeah. common to Grape temper. Um, it's, it's common to temper apple juice even with sparkling mineral water. You know, right. to make it less sweet. So yeah. they temper a lot of fruit yeah. juices and things. Well, so Side now have bar. you gotten involved with any of the MS charities or? or? Um, yeah, the Rocky Mountain MS Center, okay. MS Center of the Rockies. Um, but mm -hmm. it's weird that it's I've so many friends who are active in charities, and it's like, well, you know, I'm involved in I'm want to get involved in this, right. and it's so weird to. I lived in San Francisco for eight years, and I was very active in, and now I live out in the countryside, mm -hmm. and I'm right. you know, dealing with all of these things about that are so like normal-seeming now, but it's it's like right. a, a stepping out of the Isn't bare Colorado world. Colorado one of the, I want to say, worst gay rights states? No, it's actually, it's got, um, uh, so. it's got five laws. Uh, that the they call them the Furious Five, and they have like their little <laughs> cartoon characters for our five rights in the state, and it's actually um, civil unions. Um, uh, it's not one of the states that you can get fired for being gay. It's so there's um, uh, ENDA, employment non discrimination, mm -hmm. um, 
So we we have the five basic rights, mm-hmm. but there's yeah, there's no gay marriage, there's no. Mm, but yeah. there are civil partnerships. There least, are, right? yeah. Um, hmm. uh, Bob and I have a domestic partnership, mm-hmm. and Bob works for IBM, so we have great. Well, that works benefits. out well for if, you know when your partner has an illness too, because that becomes you know the more important when right. you know, oh, different decision making things and and, and even getting information you know about his medical you know situation if something yeah. you know, if he's in the hospital or something being able to find that kind of stuff out. So that's you know that's yeah. great that you live in a state that offers those things. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I had to come around to the realization of, oh, wow, bears get normal people problems, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know yeah. that sounds so silly. Tell it to my knees. No? Yeah. Like, coming yeah. up and down these yeah, stairs in this fucking treehouse. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, we, so on your flight over. Yes. Right. We had an interesting discussion. Yes. Slightly prior to the podcast, slightly, slightly before, but um, and we, I think we might have talked about this before because I remember oh. Brian talking about having taken care of himself in the, in car, the car when he was stuck in, he was traffic. Stuck in traffic, and you brought up an interesting point that on longer flights, you well, used to feel the need to yeah, so, take care of yourself. Well, you, you were saying that it's age based. Yeah, so I brought up this point that. Um, rubbing one out in public, you know. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> you wanna. We have and, the explicit tag. You can say it. Yeah. No, um, I, I actually <laughs> like my vernacular. I like okay. rubbing it out. Rubbing oh, it yeah, out. That was very nice. So, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, flogging your dolphin. Um, What's some English English ways? Bucking the baloney. Something with your willy. Wanking your willy. Wanking anyway, your willy. I think the last <laughs> thing this podcast needs is for my British accent so, to come out. Was the <laughs> la- so now, did you make it this, what is it, th- three-hour flight maybe from Colorado? Oh, so I <laughs> I was talking, uh, something on TV, uh, they were doing the Mile High Club. And I, if you've ever done the Mile High Club, you know it's just completely... Impossible, impossible, Bullshit. especially for bear guys. Oh, we on, don't, we don't do it. It doesn't freaking happen. On Love Bites, is that what you're yeah, talking about with yeah. uh, Greg Grunberg and yeah. uh, what's her name, uh, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Anybody Greg Grunberg <laughs> size, it does not happen. Yeah. The only reason no. I am in the Mile High Club mm. is because I worked for an airline mm. uh, prior to um, 2001, and we had this thing called a deadheading flight. Okay. And a deadheading flight is a repositioning of an aircraft right, where you fly it from, you know, this was Houston going back to Phoenix mm-hmm. because the plane, the equipment mm-hmm. needed to be in, be there in Phoenix flight. the next day. They were sure. basically repositioning. No passengers. No passengers. Right. So pilots and any off-duty airline employees who just happened to be Ooh. in Houston that night who need to get back to Phoenix. So crew, crew from other airlines, mm-hmm. you basically signed a piece of paper that said you're getting on a plane right. and there's a mechanic flying the plane and mm-hmm. you might get there. Yeah. Basically, you know, you will, you have no amenities. You, you know, you're not going to be read your FAA right. stuff. You yeah. already know it, you know, so you're sitting in Limiting the seat. No one's, there's yeah. no stewardess because the stewardesses are sitting, you know, rows behind you. Yeah. So we're all in first class because this is an airline that has, you know, eight first class seats. Okay. <laughs> um, and so we're all up in first class and the flight takes off and we're, you know, somewhere over the, you know, New Mexico and one of the flight attendants and I had been kind of flirting and he nice. says, oh, let's, let's go back to the back galley and see if there's any sodas back there. Oh, uh-huh. so, Which is code four. 
So, and of course, the little, <laughs> they had the little curtains. Yeah. Even. So, like, we had privacy back there. We oh had, yeah, God. we could hear anybody coming. So. Jeez. Wow. But, and so but you had room. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing it in the galley. Yeah. So, but sure that let me to my high whenever, club unless you're in the bathroom. Well, see, that's no, it. All I you have to do is so. be a mile you, high. Because the bathroom, plane, I think people who say they're in the mile high club haven't actually done it in the bathroom. Right. They've done it under a blanket in a the seat. Plane. They've oh, done it on like a plane. A mm-hmm. they, you know, some girl has tucked under their blanket on an international flight when mm-hmm. it's not too crowded and and maybe like giving them a hummer. And they're considering that the Mile High Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I'd, uh, it, to actually do the deed on a flight is hard. Mm-hmm. And there are certain situations it? where you can get away with it. But that brought me to the point of a lot of the times you do get up in a long flight like, I need to go rub one out. And right. when I was in my 20s, mm. it was like, if the flight's over two hours, I'm going to rub one out. Oh one out. Uh, and now it gets to the point that it's got to be a much longer flight yeah. that I'm going to oh, get yeah. that board. And I'm going to go, God, five hours in, i got five more hours to go. We're over Iceland. Jeez. Let's go rub one out. Right. <laughs> like, I must admit, I have done it quite a few times. Yeah. On a plane or just plane? in public? In the plane. Bathroom. Well, he said in public, so rub one out. No, we're talking, bathroom. Bathroom. still talking yeah. about planes. On yeah, plane. I mean it's a public. Plane. It's not in your own so home. is it just me and Vito, or has anyone else? Not on a plane. I, ha- I haven't done it on a plane. I haven't done it on a plane. I really haven't done What's it. What's the longest plane flight you've been on there? I went from um, Fresno to um, sorry, um, Germany. Oh, that's so, long. wow, that's a long. Flight. I didn't know there was a direct flight from Fresno to New York. Or? There's not. We had to fly into LA and then out of LA. Right. Yeah. So yeah. LA to trip. Germany is a long flight. Yeah. yeah. I've only flown to the East Coast of Germany. Like my longest flight's eight and a yeah. half, nine hours. But yeah. but I I don't know. I'm too. I don't know. I'm different. I guess but the I'm too plane. I mean, but the plane was packed. I, mean, full I wonder screamers. how many straight guys do because it's I'm a, a screamer. Lot Even when I'm alone, I'm a screamer. So yeah, I mean, so it's that's the reason not to. No, no. <laughs> for bear guys, it's <clears> because those those bathrooms are small in the seats. Right. If you're cramped in the seat, you're gonna barely be able to yeah. turn around in the yeah. bathroom. Oh, yeah. standing up. There's yeah. no other way to do it. Yeah. I need visual stimulation, well, too, so I'd have to have something yeah. with me, like porn on my phone or something. There's a mirror. Or, uh, <laughs> Maybe that works for Brian, but it doesn't work for me. <laughs> he was the one who have his, Brian, he was the one who wanted to have his own penis inside himself, so. But I, uh, doesn't work for me. Trust me, I'm not my own type. But, but um, I, I got to the point where I was flying so much for work that I, I it rarely happened. Well, now as I've gotten older, I can you know I don't really necessarily need to do that just if I'm bored. Right. Yeah. You know, now it's I mean, okay. I, mean, I, I think I blame people. the iPhone for that because yeah. <laughs> well the iPhone yeah, makes, actually makes it easy to go and jerk off because then um, you can have the porn on it. This is true. Well, now so. with the iPad, it's like I'm just kind of right iPad. I have so much porn on my phone. I'm just gonna go read my newspaper. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh gosh. Well, not, you run into that on planes too. Well, not even not that, but like if I'm watching a show, I was watching some show when I was on a plane at Christmas time, and it had a rather violent scene. It was an HBO show or whatever, or it had a sex scene, and I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was Weeds or something. And I'm thinking to myself, I oh, okay, weeds. who's around me? You know what I mean? Like, are people gonna get offended by oh, saying oh, this on my, yeah, yeah. On my uh, computer? So I had to be careful. I was, I, <laughs> I can't remember what it was right now, but it was it was a pretty racy show, and I was on it was on my computer. I'm like. Yeah, I was. I, the, I should not be. Watching I always take the aisle, and I'm just like. Yeah. You know, oh, someone was talking about it was a watching movie. on the plane. Bruno 
had come on, oh, and they they were having a hard time geez. watching Bruno, yeah, because yeah. there were kids kind of oh, on. God. And I, I think it was actually one of the films that. that you could watch on the plane, and they had well, that's one of the choices. Yeah, it was one of the choices. But then they're like, there's kids sitting two seats yeah. over watching, <laughs> yeah, you know, Happy Hero Pup. I was talking to, I think it was Reed. He was talking about this new technology that's coming out. So you know, you know. Like 3D televisions, that they have their active televisions and their passive televisions. Mm-hmm. The passive ones are like the glasses. The tops that, and the bottoms. Understood. Yeah, the glasses like <laughs> yeah. you wear in the right. movie theater. The active ones, actually, it's electronic and the mm-hmm. the lenses switch on and off very, very fast. Right. So what they're doing is they're coming, they have a, um, uh, a computer monitor that um, will show, it's like 200, what is it, 240... Um, hertz. hertz refresh rate mm-hmm. and for half of those it's the picture and the other half it's random noise and you wear the glasses and the glasses are in sync with this and so they turn on and let you see oh. only the regular picture and oh. it shuts off for the noise and for anybody else who doesn't have the glasses on all they see is random noise. noise and they don't see it so it's privacy <clears throat> on a big computer screen and all you have to do is wear these oh glasses yeah. that's wear. interesting well they're always they're already automobiles are talking about having technology because you know about having in dash DVD players about having technology where it's uh, what you see is affected by the angle. So you're if, the, <coughs> if they're playing a DVD in the in dash DVD playing system that as from the driver's angle you, you would be able see to it. see, but from the passenger's angle they would be uh, able to see. Right. So with I'm sure in Colorado they would figure out a way because in Colorado I see people doing. Mm-hmm. Everything while driving. It's, the, it's the same they, here. You're not supposed to talk on the cell phone holding yeah. your hand. Oh, uh, see, but there's every no day laws. I see someone holding it up to. Their I was I was oh, driving by a girl yeah. who was smoking, talking on the phone, and shifting with her knee. Yeah, yeah. What? I mean, I saw, okay, I, no, I, I saw somebody going down the road doing that. They had like a map. And then, like, a hamburger, a cigarette, and they were driving like this. And, like, okay, no. And I See, was like, back, what? back when I was... Why did you pass me? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I usually like to smoke during the meal. Back so before nice. I was a vegetarian, I would drive to work and stop by McDonald's and pick up my dinner and have a Big Mac, large fries, and a large Sprite, and driving to work in my stick shift car, Big Mac, drink, smoking a cigarette, mm. and shifting the car. Yeah. Well, that time. was my friend's father. No phone, though. His, his, so his deal was he, he could drive their manual transmission Ford Bronco while eating an ice cream sandwich and drinking a beer, like during their summer vacation. I'm like, hey, wow. I'm guilty too. I used to do the steering wheel with my knee mm-hmm. and shift and then uh, eat. Chinese food with chopsticks. Well, they have the cup, hold, they <laughs> have the cup holder insert now that has the reservoir for ketchup for, for dipping French fries in. No. That holds a French, it's a French fry holder. What? Yes. It's like an insert you can put in your cup holder. It's like a French fry holder. Well, wow. you buy Burger King. And a little thing you can squeeze your McDonald's ketchup packets into so you can dip your French fries. Okay, that's true. Wow. Generally, they say, oh, it's meant for the kids in the back seat and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's, you know, people are using this thing. But it's the invention <laughs> of cup holders. But speaking crazy. of uh, jerking off, there was something <laughs> in the news lately regarding foreskins, or there was some discussion yes. you had, um, actually. Actually, there's a ban that they're trying to pass in San Francisco. I've heard this. They're banning everything there. What is oh, with San man. Francisco? Because it's a liberal. <laughs> Phone books? They're not allowed to distribute phone books in the city. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm good with that too. But I mean, but I mean, but but restricting that from happening. Right. I mean, that's no, crazy. a law against it. Even if even if you are Jewish, you know, and you want to have a bris, right? It's, it's no circumcision in San Francisco. Ridiculous. So this, so ridiculous. this law passed. And no, now, no, no, it hasn't passed. Oh, no, it's, it's on the they're, books. It's, uh, they're trying to get. Wait, it on they the want to do it for religious stuff too. It's going for, to be against, against the law. 
Circumcision, period. To circumcise. Yeah. It should have a caveat with religion. Well, that's not right. They can't because mm-hmm. then it's re- involving religion and government, and you're not supposed to do that. God, we oh, that's right. That's what we were. Right. But to I, I heard a statistic that um, uh, this new generation of kids being born now mm. are, for the most part, hornier, uncircumcised, oh. <laughs> because circumcision is no longer covered by insurance agencies. Oh, really? So mm. you have to pay extra. That's interesting. Huh. So, well, see, more. and that and that was kind of the point I was trying to make because basically I got into Aaron. I love you, Aaron. Um, but Aaron and I got into kind of a debate on <clears throat> Facebook because what was, what was your position on the, um, on the thing? Well, you, you posted I, I don't a think. Story, I, well, my position was, and I I don't think I made it clear at first when I kind of jumped in there because I was just commenting on somebody else's comment. Okay. Because well, let me read the comment actually because. This one person was basically trying to... And this is a response to, to something you posted or no, something someone Aaron, else posted? Aaron posted a link saying that, um, according to a poll, like eight to one people are against the ban. Against the ban. Against okay, the ban. understood. Um, your, your choice. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, somebody came in and basically was saying... Uh, they were equating it to teaching people morals. And I was like, okay, there's a big difference between what? teaching somebody not to steal and cutting off my foreskin. Yeah. Like that's like, and so that was basically where I kind of jumped in on it and was kind of like, what? well, no, there's no correlation there. Like, right. Like my foreskin doesn't have anything to do with whether or not I'm going to steal. Well, the thing right. is that it's the government telling you what to do with your body. Right, right, right. But that wasn't this guy's point. So then, yeah. but then Aaron came in and started kind of like, Saying, you know, well, if you think the government should be allowed to tell us what we can do with our and for our children, despite it being tradition of faith, culture, blah, 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 um, then they should absolutely be able to tell us who we can love, who we can marry, and if we can serve in the military. Wait, what, what, what? So I said, so then I I just came back and said, you know, I never said the government should do it, but I said, I think medically, it's a procedure that should not be offered without medical cause to perform or a decision by. An adult for cosmetic reasons. Okay. Well, it's a slippery slope. If you uh, allow them to do that, then the next but, thing they can do, they can okay. allow. Okay. Well, then in that case, why didn't we let the mom friends. continue giving her child Botox? Well, that was bullshit. That Botox thing. Did you see that how that came bullshit. out? But but what's the difference? In my eyes, what's yeah. the difference? You're, no. Because you're, Botox is a poison. Because. But it doesn't harm her. Yeah, it does actually. But you're right. Well, I don't think you're right. I think it's already that been age, too much of a slippery slope for what parents can do to their children. The mm-hmm. thing is, is that we we do have parents out there that are bad, so we intervene. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you're right. It's a fine line. Right. No, but I mean, I mean, for, for me speaking as somebody who is circumcised, mm-hmm. like I, I feel like I should have had that decision, not my parents. Mm-hmm. I asked my my dad about that, and he goes, "It was your mom's thing to do." I yeah, but when you're an adult, if someone said to you, you, you know, well, you know, okay, well now it's time to make a decision. You want to cut? We want to cut something off your penis or not? Of course, you're going to say no. You know, like I don't want anybody, you know, mutilating well, my body like that. When Americans you're an adult. of a certain age, it was just done. It yeah. was, it was, done. It was just, just done, and so kid was right. born, boom, it was done. Yeah, I, mean, I think yeah, they almost didn't even ask in the hospitals between. No, no, they just did. You had to, you had to opt out of it. You had to say no, don't. My personal situation is my mom is American and my dad is English. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was born in England, but my older brother was born in the U.S., in Texas, in 1975. Okay. And um, they were taking my brother to go Mm -hmm. cut his foreskin off. Mm -hmm. And 
my dad's like, where are you taking him? Oh, right. we're going to go. No, what are you doing? Like, right, and yeah, he yeah. basically had to fight the hospital to stop them from to doing stop them it. From well, because doing I think it. back then, too, and even earlier than that, um, it was considered uh, to be a hygienic thing yes. to do. Yeah. I mean, right. sort of ignorantly that, you know, they, they would do it for hygiene reasons. Right. So that's why maybe there I mean, I mean, and there are some religious, you know, mm-hmm. implications there, in this as well. And there's well. some hygiene, potential hygiene issues with, with right. not doing it. Uh, let me, let me like say there are. There are people that but have no more reason. prone to... Your well, they are opposed to yeast infections and, uh, and, and things it, like that, right? I, but it's I about know someone who I mean, had to get you don't, I mean, but you don't go to a girl and say, "Hey, I'm going to cut off your labia right. and your clitoral hood because you can they get a yeast infection." Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I know, I know someone who had to because their foreskin was too tight. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. My nephew going, and they medically had to have it done, and I don't know if. This particular person, having had it done as an infant, would have been would have been no trauma at all mm. compared to the trauma of having to go through it. But see, I, I, and again, I have to. Uh, no, and and I, I totally know what you would say. It's yeah. it's. But no, you'd have you it done if it was a medical You shouldn't issue. do it to everybody just because right. of that. But yeah. well, and it's those and it, who have. And if to you have haven't it done, seen a video of it being done, which uh, I have, uh, uh, um, they don't. Thanks. The babies don't aren't put under. No. When they do it, no, because they, just... they can't, because it'll kill them. Eesh. So they they literally just strap them down to where they cannot move oh, and delicious. cut off their. So even though skin. we don't remember it, it's got to be a trauma. Oh in yeah, our lives. Oh, I mean these these babies you know are these I babies are baby screaming. straps. <laughs> yes. oh, oh. That's gross. Okay, but I mean, check, please. But I mean, we get a check. Over but I mean, here. these babies are yeah, screaming. They were yeah. screaming so hard that they couldn't even get air out. I can't I mean, imagine. So I mean, yeah. But guess what? That was you. That was me. I don't personally. Remember that mine, happened, but and sure it wasn't me. It wasn't you. It was not me. No, I actually I met a guy who England. it hurt Thank for you. him to. I mean, at least, sex. I mean, at least yeah. when the kid, like my you nephew, my it. nephew had to have it done for a medical reason. Yeah, same, same yeah. thing. Because mm-hmm. yeah. when you're five, it should be able to pull back and whatever, and, yeah. and his couldn't. And so was, they did it, but he was able to be put under at that point. Yeah, and and have some anesthesia. Right. The funny thing, a friend of mine always tells. I won't say the friend, but the friend always tells the same story that his parents were visiting on vacation and they were driving around in the car and he had NPR on the radio and a whole thing came up that was very anti-circumcision, like a whole discussion or whatever. And by the end of it, his mother was crying and saying, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I mutilated you. <laughs> he's just like, oh, he's like awful. Oh, he's just like so embarrassed. He's like, okay, it's over. It was you know, 35 uh, years ago, Mom. Yes. Go Don't ahead. worry about it. Um, so being that I'm uncircumcised, when I was uh, 13 and started playing with myself, it was... An experience because mm. my, the so head of my sensitive. penis had never seen the light of day. Really, and the first like, time I couldn't, all I couldn't, and like, I couldn't pull it back. Yeah. The first couple times, right. and yeah. for me, there was a period of about you know, four months where all I did was just pulled the mm. foreskin back and went. Whoa. And just touched the tip mm. of my penis. It was so sensitive. And just, wow! By the time I first jerked off, mm. it was. It was raw. It was oh not in a bad way. Not yeah, in a bad yeah, way. Yeah. It was just, it was so sensitive mm-hmm. that I basically, you know, went through the process. My, my, the head of my penis is still very sensitive, yeah. but I had to go through the process of desensitizing it. Now, well, did your, nah, I don't want to be gross, but did your parents, when you were growing up, when they're sort of, I guess, teaching you how to bathe, sort of, or whatever, I mean, make an issue with you You're, about making you sure that you, you kept to yourself clean, go back in, and keep it clean inside? No, not really. No. I mean, it was always, you know, kind of you wash behind your ears, you know, you 
you scrub down there. You know, mm. I, I don't ever remember mm. my mom or dad telling me, oh, and make sure you pull back the yeah, no, skin of your thing. penis. I mean, and yeah. and, mm. and I, I never, you know, I was, I was always but I've, I've had friends I've that have had... said that their parents did tell them that, though. Like, make sure you pull yeah, back. Yeah, because I imagine you'd almost have to, because, I mean, that's a... No. You can get a pretty serious... It's not easy being no, cheesy. I never infection. did. Oh, and gross. I never did, and <laughs> I had a yeast infection. It had to be Gloss said. Gloss over it. Gloss over it. <sighs> but, um... Yeah, well, that's interesting. I mean, so I don't know. So I mean, I mean, and and again, I'm not saying I'm for a government ban on it, but I, mm-hmm. I really think the medical community, like you said, some insurances mm-hmm. or most insurances won't cover it now. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be. And I think that's what's going to change. And I think that's, that's be how it's yeah, that's change. what's going to oh, actually economic. change it. Well, you know, yep. generally, how do you guys how do you guys feel about foreskin? I mean, and being with a partner who I personally who has I don't it. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. See, I don't uh, either. I don't have a foreskin. Uh, I have a five I, skin. I mean, if they have it, it's like a turtle. If they have it, I think it's a bonus. Is that what you but I'm not going to be like, um, oh, you don't have We call mine one. Snuffleupagus. Oh, beloved. Oh, what's that called? Snoodling. It's called snoodling. All right, snoodling. Where you put them together? No, no. it's called docking. 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 Oh, snoodling. Oh, boy. Docking. But what, okay. um, but yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, like, when the guy is really primed, it pretty much looks the same to me. You know what I mean? When the foreskin's pulled back. When it depends. When I'm hard, no. it depends. Yes. It's still covered. Really? Yeah. Fully well, erect, it's still yeah, covered. That's why so most guys who are cut, seen. most guys who are cut and have been cut, mm-hmm. the head flares out more. Oh, well, it's well, it's uncut. thicker. Yeah. It's I mean, well, the, it, the it, builds, thicker, it builds it yeah. builds thicker skin on it because mm-hmm. of the fact that it's uncircumcised. Yeah, hmm. which is why you lose sensitivity and all kinds. And of that's other the stuff ring thing. And I used a guy used to work for me um, was we're trying to restore his, which is stupid because you that's don't have stupid. that the ring that you know. no, but but it I mean the the nerves on the on the skin are gone. Yeah, but. If you can grow the skin back over the head, It'll the head will reduce yeah. and become more sensitive again. Okay. Yeah, but I don't think you. But you still don't have the tight ring that keeps the foreskin over the head necessarily. No. So that I think you, the, the nerves that are damaged from having that cut, right. I think definitely. I mean, th- those don't come back. You yeah, s- you seen mine before, right? I don't. Oh, know brother. If I <laughn> Probably. Um, I've seen them. Las Vegas. Seen well, if you've been around them naked, I'm yeah. sure you would have looked. So. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, so, I, if you, I don't, I don't know. I have mixed emotions about them. I, if they're kept clean and no smell, then it's fine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I would. I'm going to say since I am circumcised, I prefer guys who are circumcised. I have been guy with guys who aren't. Freak. Um, no. But, <laughs> no, my ex wasn't. But, you know, I mean, I've been, guys, I've been with the guys who aren't, and, you know, it's kind of fun to play with and stuff. But as far as visually, mm-hmm. I'm circumcised. I kind of like visually guys who are circumcised. I'm not going to push somebody who's uncircumcised out of my bed. I'm just saying visually. <laughs> if I had mine. Interesting. Yeah. Well, see, oh, really, JP? I went uh, through. It's, to me, it's more of a novelty at this point. You that's like the third well. time since you've. Told us mm-hmm. all to go into airplane mode that your phone's gone off. Okay, yeah, the, the well, that's airplane mode. That's <laughs> I went through puberty in the U.S., so mm. uh, all I saw were other circumcised penises. Right, right. and here I am, uncircumcised. You're like, Fuck, and I'm like, goddamn Sharpay. What do I okay. do with that? Yeah, that right. How did that affect school, like gym class? And stuff. Oh, so. And thinking back, my dad was let's, uncircumcised, but I didn't know what it meant. Let's just say that you was know? the least oh. of my problems in gym class. Huh. And I will I will divert into the story right quick because it's kind of funny. <laughs> my, my last name is Orr, O-R-R. Mm-hmm. My first name is Jeff with a G. 
in P class, we had to have our last name, comma, first initial on our P shirts. Oh. So what, what oh did he Oh my glad god, orgy. It was, yeah. My oh. P shirt said orgy. Okay, so all through junior high and high school, oh, I got to endure all through, orgy. and not it even went out of P class mm. that my nickname was orgy. So, so there was some drama there. So even before and they saw uh, Snuffleupagus, they yeah, yeah. Was so like, there hey, was you were the orgy man. So yeah. there was some drama there, but you yeah. we, well that and this... I have a twin brother, and our last name's Or. Oh, we have right. a freaking conjunction as our last name. Yeah, well, this is my palindrome. <laughs> so. Are you but, identical? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. In fact, I met him when I was in San Francisco with, yeah. at the egg party. Yeah. Uh, two one's years gay, ago. one's straight. Yep. And uh, that's I have an ex-boyfriend who exactly the same thing. Yeah. He didn't have a, development he theory. Did, he doesn't yep. have a uh, a beard either. One with a view. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but now we are talking about drama in school and drama in cities. One thing you had commented about when you talked before the show, we were talking about. Um, we had said on the podcast in the past that we feel that San Diego is a relatively low city drama wise and that there is drama that happens but maybe behind the scenes but in general we feel like we're very low drama compared to what we see from the outside so if of you other listen cities. all the way back to episode 90 uh-huh. of the of the Bearcast. <laughs> um, all the way one, back. All the way back. One Mr. Brian Hill said that uh, he felt that this was a low drama city. And I've, I've, I don't know San Diego that well, so I'm not going to put this on San Diego. But I know cities that are low drama because of what I call the Emperor's New Clothes effect. And that means a lot of stuff is ignored. Mm-hmm. A lot of you see people walking around, you know, they're the emperor, they're completely naked, telling right. you in, they're in their new clothes. Right. And everyone's like, I'm not going to say anything. Right. And I've gotten the impression from some cities that mm-hmm. they're like that. And that's why it's low that drama. Do you feel that thing. San Diego is that way well, sometimes? Well, that actually plays to Brian's other point because I said it would be great to do like a, a real Bears of San Diego kind of right, show on Logo right. or something like that. Yeah, and he exactly. said, oh, well, and all he that said, you know what? Come out. That I would never do that because with all their little one shots when they're not saying to each other's face, when they're talking about people behind their back, yeah. that we all talk no. about each other behind our, our backs and none of us would really want to hear it because it would cause this, it would cause this tension. I, I and, think most of the seas I've lived in have been the opposite effect. It's where... You know, it's pretty public what people think of other people, mm-hmm. and you get these little snits, and mm-hmm. you know, so and so doesn't like so and so, so mm-hmm. you know. So you're I saying you're saying other see, places see, are and over, I, and I haven't really run across that here. Well, let me tell you, I saw you a year and a half ago, and maybe it was IBR. I remember why I was in San Francisco. Actually, yeah. it was Easter weekend, but I saw you in San yeah. Francisco, and I was in a bar in uh, we were in Lone Star. And on a Friday night for a cupcake thing, and you came in, and somebody who I don't know, in fact, I can't even quite remember who he is. I probably could conjure him up. But he, um, when you walked in, I was like, like, oh, there's Pyro, and he's... And he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I didn't say that, but he's like, oh, look, here he is, and blah, blah, blah. And he was all, like, upset about you being there. And very open and kind of thingy about it. And I was just like... Okay, that's kind of catty because for one thing, you're saying this in front of me and I don't know you, and yeah. you know that I'm not like best friends with him, you know what I mean, or something like that. Like I was like, that's and a I've been at other yeah. cities where I've I've had that happen to me yeah. too, where it's just like they're like, oh, let me tell you about that person, and it's yeah. like, wait, well, I, I mean, my experience I mean, the only was I had with I had a run circle. in with someone who used to live here, yeah, and I said to to someone, oh, you know, I you know, and I related my experience, mm-hmm. and I got this very, don't tell me that. Do I don't mean? want to hear it. Uh, they didn't want to 
hear they, what I, hear what I said to, about it. They didn't want. They didn't want to think. That they didn't want to know were, that I had had a run in with that other person. It was. It was. I've done that's that why sometimes. I the Emperor's, Emperor's New Clothes. It was like oh, they didn't want to know what the other person had said like, about them. You right. tainting me with your impression. Exactly. Of them. Yes. Right. So and, and and I think that that pretty much I've seen that in here in San Diego where it's like mm-hmm. it's like you know what I'm meeting this person and I'm making my own opinion about this person mm. regardless of what of what you've said. Well, because, I think mm. there was a li- uh, there was a listener a while back who asked a question. It was like, do you? Um, form opinions of what um, you think about someone based on what your friends think about them. And right. Brian was, no, 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 no. But at the same time, I'm sitting there going, well, you know, what if all of your, you know, what if like four or five people come up to me like, this person had this reputation in the last city. That was a big and discussion, it's, yeah. It's more than, it's more than one instance. You hear four or five stories, mm-hmm. four or five different run-ins. And that's absolutely And what's happened. hilarious is I'm saying this, and I'm the, I've got so many stories about me from my Because if you go up to somebody <laughs> and you tell somebody something let about me, Let some, me go on someone. the record by saying I love my reputation. Mm-hmm. I, am, I, can be, yeah. I can be super dry. I can be super sarcastic yeah. sometimes. I can, be, I can pick and choose who I mm-hmm. kind of show myself fully to. Yeah. And so I run into that with some mm-hmm. people. Yeah. I'm I and well, and that's call, the thing too about pick and choose who you show yourself fully to and and who you talk to about things. Right, because I people, have an inner circle. These people can see more of your persona. Right, yeah. exactly. I have an inner circle who well, knows how I feel about I'm everyone. If I have a run in with somebody, yeah. I have a run in with somebody. Yeah, and okay. that's just the way it is. And it yeah. doesn't. If I've had people who chosen to say, well, he had a run in with so and so, and I don't, so I don't want. Fine, yeah. if you want to taint your. You know, re- possible relationship with mm. me because of something that happened with someone else. Yeah. Then fine, right. you, become, so, you become the bad that, guy though. When something you something that. that they really didn't know the circumstances mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they they don't they didn't know the full circumstances. Yeah. They yeah. just heard, oh well, you know, Pyro was really yelling at Dave, and, right. I, and you know, and I saw that, and they were fighting, and yelling at each other, and then, and then whatever. you automatically pick who who's who's the right. asshole and who right. wasn't. And yeah. if you like, don't know the entire and I'm like, situation. Oh, well, I know is, Dave, so I'm right? You so know, yeah, Pyro. Blah, blah, oh, let me tell. Let me tell you about Sunday. <laughs> so yeah. last but the, Sunday, but then it ends up that you know you started it by saying something. Last Sunday, you don't know. I was called late at night and asked to come into the city to pick someone up who'd been drinking who was supposed to be in court on Monday for a DUI. Mm -hmm. They've been out drinking on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I was like one of their last hope for getting a ride home. They live kind of far out. And I went down and I picked them up. It's nice being a reliable friend, isn't it? But when I got there... Say, it wasn't the guy from Jackass, I hope. No. When I got there... (sighs) Too soon? Vito. Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. Too soon. When I got there, I gave this guy the ride act. I said, you know, you're... You're too old to be doing it. And I basically, Straight I launched it. You're going and to court you, for this. If you mm. saw me talking to this guy and you didn't know the situation beforehand, you'd be like, dude, Pyro is it's a dick. dick. Right. But some oh people really God. need yeah. this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so here I am like going off on one of my friends, like mm. telling him, dude, I love you, but, mm-hmm. and, but other people are like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, you know exactly what you're talking yeah, but if about. You, have a you brain, never know. If you have a brain in your head too, when you talk about people in relationships, you know who doesn't like you, and you know who does like you. You know what I mean? You right. know who you can, you know who you're dealing with. And who you yeah, I know with. some people are kind of. So, but I'm, I'll be, I'll admit that See, I'm I've, the first one. I, I mean, my, my ex always used to say that I was, I was really, I, I held grudges too long, and I'll, I'll never forgive him for that. But <laughs> it's, um, no, but in a way, but in a way, a it's lot of true. people do hold grudges yeah. for years and years and years. See, and I, I've always been the kind of person that's like, you know what, if I'm meeting somebody like I don't know them mm-hmm. and unless they do something directly to me mm-hmm. 
I have mixed emotions. Whatever your beef is, because he said something that was really good that I, I've I've tried to adopt, and mm-hmm. he said that after four years or someone moves to a new city and mm-hmm. it's been a couple of years, you need to give them a new shot. Yeah. And I think that's true with everybody because mm. there are people that I've had people change with. And people... They do. And I think that Brian was very astute to kind of put about a four-year thing on it. If mm-hmm. you've written them off, yeah, they could have changed two years ago, but, you know, well, by the, the other, time you get around to... But the other thing is, too, is you never have a second chance to make a first impression. And that true. happens... I, I mean, I can think of a, a particular person in town who... They uh, they met someone who I don't get along with who had a nickname for me. But they told me to my face that I didn't like the nickname and I never liked it. I meet this person for the first time not knowing who he is at all at the hole. And he walks up to me and, okay. says, and says this nickname to me. And I'm like, wait, what and who are you? You know what I mean? And with him, he was just trying to find some common ground to make a friend with someone. But it was this name that I don't that I didn't appreciate. And I was like... I was like, what the fuck? Like, I hate those. I hate those guys. I don't get along with those guys. Now you're gonna walk up and call me that same thing that they call me, and I have to, you know. And I'm like, that's not a way to make a first impression. And for the longest time, I avoided that guy. Like, I was like, just okay, you know, keep your distance, stay away, or whatever. Didn't talk to him. Didn't make eye contact. Didn't friend him back on social media stuff or or whatever. And now I'm at the point where you know what? That's kind of silly. Right. You know, he just moved to town. He was trying to make friends. Maybe you know he he. Got off on the wrong foot with probably, me. Probably heard somebody say that to you and thought it was your nickname. Or whatever. Right? They thought right. it was funny, so yeah. he thought, oh, here's some common ground with this guy that I haven't met. You must be right. bleh. And I was right. like, I was like, what? I was like, who are you? And and I've held that grudge. And I'm like, and, you know, it's kind of stupid to hold that grudge. So, He's a nice guy. You don't know who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. <laughs> no, you don't. It's not who you think I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. I had someone here that was dating somebody that I knew that ended up being a nut job. But it was my definition of a nut job. Mm. So I wanted to tell him, but I knew if I told him, then I'd be the bad guy. But so I don't know. It's a fine line. Well, this really goes back is. to how do you tell your friend that he's dating yeah, a douche? We did. Mm. That, we, yeah, that's yeah, episode, we did episode 80 four. something. Or, <laughs> no, yeah. Well, the other funny thing I'm running into with John being in San Francisco, he knows a lot of people and a lot of the same people. Um, and has dealt, and has, like, it's either known them, people who lived in his area or lived here and lived in L.A. when he lived in L.A. And stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm online friends with him. Oh, that guy? And he's got, like, some story about them. And it's like, oh, well, that's cool. Or, oh, wow, I guess he's a dick. You know what I mean? So it's funny (laughs) that, you know, we we never moved in the same circles, but those circles sort of overlap. And you you hear stories about different random people. But then again, it's experience, just like like Pyro said, Mm -hmm. that he may have had a... When I was younger, I had to learn the lesson that you don't talk shit about anybody to random strangers because you never know who knows who and who's had what experience. Especially in the world of bears. It's six degrees of Kevin Bacon, two degrees of bear. Well, what what do you think San Francisco is uh, compared to that? Are are people pretty straightforward with who they like and don't like? Pretty much, yeah. Well, Well, I was going to say, my experience was San Francisco has the advantage of um, uh, small apartments. And so if your apartments are really small, you can only invite over so many people. Uh, so okay. you get so you to figure out click. really quick Got who it. likes who and who's going to invite who over. Mm-hmm. And if you're not invited, you're not mm-hmm. in. That begat the whole San Francisco A-Bear drama, A-Bear potluck drama back in the day when <laughs> oh someone had a potluck list and it was it, you just had to ask to get on it. And that mm-hmm. was it. But there were all these people going to potluck and... And you know Jack and Steve would be there, and and just lots of just random cross section of San Francisco guys, but there are people who were like, 
I'm not word, on the list. Word on the list, and so they're like, oh, so you're going to well, A-Bear fuck Potluck. Them. Right. <laughs> and so it's like, the guy who read it was like, well, A-Bear Potluck, I love that name. Right. And so like starts calling it A-Bear Potluck. Uh, and, oh, but, it, but again, this brings but back to a point. But it wasn't. But people I, get that idea. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, yeah. I hate to preach back to a Brian thing again, but one of Brian's <laughs> points in the past was when people call people A-List Bears, which is something I have a huge problem with because mm. I don't want anybody to ever think that I... Post Bear is I, the new A-List I, Bear. I separate myself. <laughs> oh, God, now you sound like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, David Verdun. Verdun. What do you call it? Uh, he posted something about that. But Brian's point was, it's not the people who are in this quote, um, air quotes, um, uh, A-list crowd who call themselves the A-list. It's the people on the outside who feels like they've been slighted for some reason or whatever that put people up on that pedestal. You know what I mean? So Yeah. You have an opinion on that, I can tell. No, I'm, I'm joking because something you said reminded me of another acronym uh, uh, gods, okay. Gays on disability and steroids. Oh God, oh, gods! That's, in San Francisco, there's a, f- a faction of guys that uh, <sighs> hang out in the Castro and just yeah. hang out all day. And um, a friend coined them as gods. Yeah, gays yeah. on disability and steroids. Yeah. Well, well, okay. I will say this: I had, to run, I had, to, I had to run an errand in Hillcrest today, and there was a couple of cute guys walking on around the streets, like reading books or whatever. And I'm thinking, wow, they're really cute. I'm thinking, oh, but what are they doing in the middle of the day, not mm-hmm. doing much of anything? <laughs> I'm like, okay, they could have a night job. Yeah, sorry, JP, have a night job. JP yeah, is like true. getting the hook oh. out. We are definitely at time, guys. Okay, so definitely let's then um, cut to uh, tugs. tugs. Okay, who's got oh. tugs? JP, I have start? I have massive tugs. Ew. Um, first what? of all, uh, tugs to Pyro. Thank you for being here. Yeah, group tug, group tug. Thanks for having me. And for the chocolates and to Kenneth and Marcos and yes, yes, and Tim the Macadamia Sauce and to Tim for the t-shirts that are awesome. Go check out the website; it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the website? Uh, it'll be listed on the podcast. Screen. On the podcast, yeah. yeah go to six one nine bearcast and we'll link off to it. <coughs> um, to or our Facebook, Google yes. it. True. Um, to Seamus from Bears in the City, he was yes. out there last week. It was yes. great hanging no, out with fun. him. Yeah. Um, I I spent a good portion of Monday. We went to lunch. We hung out and had coffee, oh, and, yeah, and, we and we talked about healthcare in Australia. We talked about. Um, Differences between you know gay marriage and there and mm-hmm. and are that they don't have gay marriage but they have something very similar to marriage and I mean mm-hmm. all these different things. It was all I can very, say is there's about sixty pictures taken that I was in at that brunch and I've seen one and it was horrible. <laughs> so, that's all I have to say. I know I saw that one. Isn't that horrible? Oh my god! Don't you love it when the best picture gets posted? Horizontal oh, yeah. stripes. What am I thinking? Go ahead. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Um, to a uh, guy whose uh, online name goes Springheeled Jack. Um, I forget what his real name is. But anyway, he's a listener, and also I'm playing um, Disc Driving with him. And he said some very things. Hey, so, anyway, friend me on Disc Driving, uh, Springheeled Jack. Yeah. Pinner. Pinner. Yeah. Um, and also to the group uh, Rise Against. They put out a video just recently called Make It Stop. And it's about bullying, and specifically it mentions the It Gets Better project. Dan Savage has a tiny cameo in it. I'm not a big Rise Against fan, but they totally get my support for this. If you haven't seen the video, I'm also going to link it on the website. It is actually a very moving video. I saw it twice in one day, and both times I just... They have the ear of who we really need to get that message to. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and and the thing that's also is awesome is like, you know, Lady Gaga, you expect her to 
have you know a gay positive message. She does dance music, but this is Rise Against. You know, they're mm. they're you know more pop rock kind of stuff. It's really good that this band has stepped up and. Uh, is doing something about it. Well, so, it's funny. We talked briefly before about the stuff that's going on in New York and how those different um, uh, congressmen from New York are uh, supporting the whole gay marriage thing. I was, I've been listening to Howard Stern more lately, and he even – it came, the subject came up, and he went on a really nasty tirade in support of gay marriage uh, and of people who aren't because there's that football player who's against yeah. – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. New York giant who had one lucky catch in his entire career and then retired in the Super Bowl. And uh, he's talking out against it. And Howard, God bless him, he went on this tirade like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Why? You know, until we are allowed to have, you know, what you call it, you know, you, you know women weren't allowed to vote. You know what I mean? And that, and, and, and that we, they undid that and everything. The slaves, you know, the, they freed the slaves. And, and, you know, there wasn't complete anarchy as was predicted then. And, you know, he, he made some great points. He articulated it very well. I wish I had a soundbite of his little tirade. But he Tugs was, to women and slaves. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for paying the way for us. We appreciate it. Oprah and her talk show there. Yeah, don't, don't forget. The- but, uh, yeah. So, it's, you know, so the more high-profile straight people we get on our side, the better. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. I'm done. That. That's okay. it. I'm done. <laughs> Justin? Justin, <laughs> I'm tired of him telling people not to do things, and then turns around and does it. I know what's going on. Bo- when JP I know what does noise it, comes cute. through. I know what noise comes through. And what mm-hmm. That noise comes through. That's sorry, I, I have t- no text because he's tapping my off. finger, and Whatever. JP keeps admonishing me. Mm. That's true. Yes. Stop it. No tugs, Justin. I, he stole the ones that I had. So. Oh, oh we're you, can re, you, can you can recycle huh? a few. Re-tug. You can retug. I was just going to tug to Seamus for. Mm-hmm. Getting to meet him and stuff—it was really yeah. awesome. Yeah, so, I wish I could have spent more time, yeah. but I had to go pick up my Tim card. Definitely a very, <laughs> very fun person to yes. uh, to hang out with. Definitely. Cool. I'd like to tug a listener that contacted me, Rhino Bear J. John from Orlando, Florida. I met him on Bear Four One One. Also, I met a couple, Chris and Jeremy. They're listeners. I met them at PEX. Mm-hmm. So give a big tug to them. Uh, Daryl and uh, Daryl's B day birthday at Phil and Jay's house, the whole yes. party, mm-hmm. which that was I really had fun. to miss. I yeah. was sad I missed that. And I want to tell everybody that was in the picture that I'm going to have the, as the centerfold right. in the next to Bears Life magazine. So that's that was awesome that everybody participated in that. And then the writers that wrote all the articles. And that's it. Cool. Yay. Do you have you tugs? Um, yeah, I would like to tug uh, Alonzo and Dave oh, okay. Uh, okay. for being my second favorite podcast. Linoleum Knife. Alonzo, Duralde, yeah. and Dave White constantly, every Sunday, I'm downloading yes. their podcast. And it's someone wrote on iTunes that it's like listening to the Lockhorns talk about movies if they were gay. <laughs> Bear couple, and it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's so cute. They do a, it's they do three mo- three movies a week and a okay. DVD review. It's an amazing show, so cute. Um, and they're always they do kind of a shout out to other podcasts mm-hmm. at the end of their show. And so I'm surprised you guys don't shout out to them. They shout out to you. They're out of LA. Really know. cool. You know, um, about them, Mike. My yeah. my mic keeps uh, also yeah tugs to Mike. Um, uh, oh, you do it too. Oh, okay, you do okay, it too. All right, all right. You do it too. I haven't done it yet. Anyway, um, he always talks about that. He loves linoleum yeah. knife, and I've just I haven't put it in my queue yet. I, I, and I so I want to give a special tug to those guys because every week they're just on. They're, they're on, awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. If 
And the reason why I love this show is because if you're going with a group of friends to see a movie and you've got that one person who wants to see Adam Sandler in Bedtime Stories, <laughs> they give you the ammo of why <laughs> you can talk that person down off the ledge. Like, okay. yeah, they, they're talking about um, Pirates of the Caribbean on mm-hmm. Stranger Tides, and they said... If you weren't sick of Johnny Depp in the last three movies, you right. will be 15 minutes into this <laughs> yeah, one. I, and know. I used that line at least three times on people who wanted to go see it. And, yeah. I, and I have a hard time taking movie reviews from other people, though, because see, I, I'll have like, the best can take friend who we are in the mi- same mindset as of everything, and we'll totally disagree on you the can, movie. You can take or leave, but yeah. at the end of the day, their, mm. their reviews are just entertaining. Yeah. I, they are re- hilarious. They will yeah. spoil the things that need to be spoiled. Mm. Their DVD pick this last week was a movie called N-Secure, and it's like the um, Tyler Perry does The Room Oh and my, they oh were just God. laughing their asses <laughs> off. It's like the first time they've adapted one of those um, paranormal activity kind of movies okay. for the black audience. And they said, no matter who you are, you should watch this because this is the train wreck. And so finding out new stuff like that I love and having someone kind of bring some to my attention that outside of the bear world. Yep. Um, I'd also like to tug uh, my house sitter, Rudy who is uh, watching the doggies, the other three doggies, for us while we're, we're wow. here. And, you have more dogs? And our six cows, and our six chickens. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. You are so a I, boy. I moved job. from a three-bedroom <laughs> apartment in San Francisco at 9th and Howard to six acres, nine miles north of DIA. So, wow. wow. Yeah. No, New York is where I'd rather stay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so those are... Oh, and I'd like to tug my partner, Bob, who was in this and was the topic of conversation tonight. So, yeah, you tugs, Bob. Yay. Hi, Bob. Yeah, so I met Bob before, too. Hey, Bob. Cool. He's very cute. Um, I would just like to tug my boyfriend, because I always tug my boyfriend, John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> John. <laughs> John. Everybody. And two, two three. three. <laughs> okay, like, the other two people here are my boyfriends. Tug there, so I get to tug mine. I used mine. to tug mine. And um, my... Um, yeah, what do you call it? Um... Uh, Ed, because I always tug Ed, yeah, Ed David uh, Verdun, Verdun, me wrong, Verdun, me wrong, um, <laughs> because I have to tug him every time now too. I'm accumulating these lists of because he has tugs. nothing better to do. Um, yes, and um, actually, I had a great time in San Francisco. We went to their Bears in the Park uh, picnic this um, Wait, past Sunday. Oh, big ups to Jeff Glover because he has made that thing crazy. It, it that was, is like the place yeah. to be. Nuts. I've seen um, pictures. We had a really good time. And um, oh, um, real quick, we didn't talk about your thing at Lazy Bear. Uh, well, okay. Lazy well, Bear's coming up. I mean, I think people know Lazy mm-hmm. Bear is the first weekend in August. If okay. you're, you have plans to go, it's a fun Northern California bear event. It's, um, it's been an interesting, tough period because the fearless leader, Harry Litt, um, had a stroke and has in, been in recovery and mm-hmm. had a few setbacks and is finally just Do you in, know what? Yeah, what about in, an Olympian feat of strength is doing this rehab now where mm-hmm. he's like rocky every day doing this crazy training to where he can go to lazy bear so mm-hmm. he is working his butt off wow. to try and get there we don't know if he's gonna <laughs> make it event. it's still gonna be amazing even if he does or doesn't make mm-hmm. it but mm-hmm. it's everybody is rallying to make it a really great year yeah. all of the staff um oh, cool. are really working hard to make sure that it's gonna be really fun because yeah. if harry does come yeah. we want it to just go off flawlessly so now i was thinking that event was another one that was cycling away 
Um, I mean, I, I hate to I, I hate to talk tales out of school and give a yeah. But here's the inside no, not, scoop. No, no, not because of that. But I mean, in um, general, because I guess there was a, there were certain venues lost in the past few the, years. That's ex- and yeah. And the, the difference between Bear Week in Provincetown and Lazy Bear in Guerneville are the cities. Mm-hmm. Guerneville is a very difficult city to work with. Okay. Um, and I am pretty sure there's none of the Guerneville Town Council listening to this, so I can say that, you know they're they've just been rather. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it pays a lot of their property taxes, oh, yeah. and we would we would drive through Guerneville, and the locals would scream, "Bears ruining oh, our geez. town!" Oh. And so we would Whoa. drive around laughing and yell at our friends, "Bears ruining our town!" And you were like shitting in the woods, dirty lazy. <laughs> so it, it was just we always knew that Guerneville would take us or leave us, uh-huh. and so it's a lot different working with a town like. Guerneville as opposed Province to Provincetown. Town, yeah. right. Provincetown is what it is mm. because of that so town do, and everyone there. So do you think like the, the support. do you think it, it might migrate to more of the uh, the holiday Lazy Bear? I don't know instead. what's going to happen to it or where it's, it's going to go. Springs, I don't know yeah. if it's going to move cities. There's I, there's some really supportive folks in Guerneville right now who are really behind us. Mm. It's still nowhere near the percentage of the town I'd like to see behind the event um, yeah. because for a long time it was just the biggest event in that town. It really got people going there. It right. really was a boon to their tourist industry. Well, it looks like a beautiful town from what I've seen of it. Too. It's it's really, it's it's like South Park. It's a yeah. quaint little mountain town. Yeah. Well, that, well, that's the, the one I'm looking forward to and Vito's been to at Big Bear Adventure Weekend and I'm looking forward to that again this year because it's just beautiful. Be awesome. It's just beautiful up there. I mean, it's like a different world. Two if hours if I away. can tell anyone doing those kind of events, mm-hmm. it's you know get in with the city and mm-hmm. you know because the city behind you makes all the difference. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we seem to have the run of Big Bear when we were up there. So good. Yeah. Um, as, and um, as far as that, also tugs again to uh, to Seamus. I don't know if he listens. I guess he does. I don't know. Um, but Sometimes. it was great finally getting to meet you too yes. and uh, spending some time and hang out with you guys at brunch and yeah, Lynn. I've already met him. Yeah. Good, good for you. You win. Um, and um, what do you call it? And uh, Lynn Have a digestive biscuit. and okay, um, Rich and, and off, Lynn uh, and Rich oh, and the I'll good see folks. You guys later. Yes. What? Lynn and Rich um, and the good Lynn and Rich <laughs> and the good folks at our gang eatery for accommodating such a large group. Um, yes. Lynn was. I was there at lunch today. It was awesome. Were you? Yeah. Okay. The oh my god! Buffalo is, tater tots. Oh, Hello. let me tell you the Paco for breakfast, which is a pancake taco. It's a pancake, and on the inside is sausage, bacon, eggs, and happiness. I, I mean, want to go just, to there. <laughs> it's amazing for breakfast. So definitely try the brunch at the weekend. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but so with that, this was uh, episode ninety-one. Episode yes. ninety-one. And I'm JP. Goodbye, Goodbye JP. JP. This is Justin. I thought we were going that way. I thought we were going that way. I thought we were going to go that way. Okay, I was Justin. Just confused for a second. Goodbye, Justin. Goodbye. <laughs> this is Vito. Bye, Bye Vito. Vito. This is Pyro. Goodbye, Bye, Pyro. Pyro. And this is Dave. Goodbye, Bye, Dave. Dave. And this has been episode 91. Woo-hoo. Riot's graduation year. Yay! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nope. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like, Goodbye. 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 Go